everybody, I'm Cam School with your Fantasy Sports News Update. The world champs are still the phase, but they're sure not 100% in the health department. We thought this, but now it's official. Golden State without superstar Kevin Durant for Game 3 of the NBA Finals with that calf injury. And Klay Thompson, he practiced today looking pretty good. Still listed as questionable. Thompson, the 29-year-old All-Star, averaging 19.5 points on 44% shooting in 18 postseason games. Kevin Looney also out indefinitely with a costal cartilage damage. Uh, despite uh, the Warriors' injuries and question marks all over the board, Golden State, the line going down a bit. They're laying 5.5 against the Raptors, down from 6 or 6.5 wherever you shop. Total set at 2.13 for Game 3 Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. Series price down 10 cents. Warriors, 2.90. Raptors, 2.35. The New Orleans Pelicans are listening to offers for disgruntled star Anthony Davis. Newly hired Pelicans GM David Griffin met with Davis and his agents, but nothing's changed. He still wants out of the Big Easy. There was hope AD would stay after New Orleans won the NBA draft lottery, and they're going to target Zion Williamson from Duke, a franchise-changing talent with the first overall pick in the NBA draft. The Boston Celtics reported top suitors for the 26-year-old Davis's services. Orlando, Utah, Minnesota, Indiana, four teams interested in Brooklyn Nets restricted free agent D'Angelo Russell. Russell is coming off his first all-star season in Brooklyn. He was fantastic, helping the Nets end a three-year playoff drought. The 23-year-old has expressed interest to remain in Brooklyn, though. At the French Open, things heating up today. Great, great games all over the board despite rain delays. It didn't cool off uh, the French Open favorite, Rafa Nadal. The Spanish legend making quick work of seven-seed Kai Nishikori in quarterfinal action. He took the match 6-1, 6-1, and 6-3. Nadal will now face another legend, three-seed Roger Federer in the semifinals. Federer beat out fellow Swiss competitor and 24-seed Stan Wawrinka in a four-set thriller. 7-6, 4-6, 7-6, and 6-4 was a good battle. Roger gets it done. This will be the 39th meeting between Federer and Nadal in their first since 2017. Two more men's quarterfinals on Wednesday morning. These go at 10 a.m. Eastern time because it's in France. Number one seed Novak Djokovic battling fifth seed Alex Zherdev. Djokovic minus 800 on the betting board. Zherdev plus 500. Four seed Dominic Team meets 10th ranked Karin Kachnikov. Team minus 350 in this match. Kachinov is plus 275 to advance. On the women's side, Joanna Conte of Great Britain. A little bit of a surprise today reaching the French Open semis for the first time. She took out last year's runner-up, Sloan Stevens, 6-1-6-4. Contahans now reached the semis in three out of four major tournaments, but is yet to make a final. She will meet Ina Marketa Vondrasova, who just advanced to the semifinals this afternoon by beating Petra Martic in two sets. It's a final, 7-6-7-5. Vondrasova has yet to drop a set so far in this tournament. Two more quarters on the women's side, set for Wednesday at 8 a.m. Eastern. 14 seed Madison Keys will take on 8 seed Ashley Barty. Barty, minus 190. Keys, plus 160. And number three American, Simona Halep. The 17-year-old unranked American, Amanda Anisimova. Halep, a huge favorite in this one, minus 600. And Anisimova, plus 400 in the match. L.A. Rams have a plan for running back Todd Gurley. Less is more. The defending NFC champs plan on lightening the running back's load this year. After averaging 308 touches per year in his first four seasons, Gurley could see fewer touches in 2019. This according to Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network. And L.A. did select Memphis Tiger running back Daryl Henderson in the third round of the NFL draft. He's expected to fill the role left by C.J. Anderson, who departed the Rams in free agency. Gurley, only 24, has been dealing with arthritis in his knee, forcing him to miss vital time in last year's Super Bowl run by the Rams. The New Orleans, uh, sorry, the New England Patriots have released tight end Austin Safarian Jenkins for personal reasons today. Stanley Cup final turning out to be an all-out slugfest. 
Game five heading back to Boston Thursday. Bruins playing 155, total five and a half puck line. It drops at uh, eight o'clock. The puck will drop. As for Bruins, big defenseman Zdeno Chara, his status unknown for game five. He took a puck to the face during the second period of the game four loss at St. Louis last night. Chara left the game, returned to the bench with a full face shield, but he didn't see action after that incident. Updated series price, Bruins minus 155, Blues plus 135. Free agent blue liner Eric Carlson says he'd like to go maybe play for Montreal or Ottawa. He wants to be closer to his wife, who is from the Ottawa area. We'll see what happens there. New Jersey general, Devils general manager Ray Shiro denying reports that star Taylor Hall doesn't want to sign extension with the team. The 27-year-old is an unrestricted free agent as of July 1st. He suffered a season-ending knee injury in February, still posting 37 points in just 33 games. The Atlanta Braves and Yankees, also the front runners to land free agent pitcher Dallas Keuchel. This from MLB.com. Busy, busy night. Gabe and I will go through all the baseball board. We got 15 games on the sked tonight. It's going to be a great one. It's a Tuesday afternoon here. Red Heat and Rage, hour one coming up next. We're going to have a lot of fun. Hopefully, George Kurtz is back from his family trip at Disneyland. We'll find out. Gabe Moretzi hosts Red Heat and Rage, hour one, coming up next. All you have to decide what to do with the time that is given to you. Game Game time time decisions. decisions. On Ready Crazy Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network, iHeartRadio, tune in now on YouTube uh, as well. Uh, It's kind of a... uh, it's a quieter uh, night for a Tuesday night tonight. We've got a bunch of baseball uh, games, but it's the calm before the storm. Uh, once again, the Golden State Warriors uh, were on the court uh, a couple of hours ago. All eyes on Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson uh, what did participate in the shoot-around, except he didn't really do anything. He sort of stood around a lot and just uh, shot a few uh, basketballs. Leo Rowden's. Uh, Toronto Raptors uh, color analyst uh, just uh, tweeted out, Clay is, uh, this is from Steve Kerr, Clay is moving better and says he will be ready to go, but he always says that we have to weigh the risk. And uh, Kerr also went on to say that they were going to err on the side of caution uh, more so uh, than trying to rush him out there. Uh, Five-point favorites uh, right now are the Golden State Warriors, the raging redhead Cam Stewart, What's going on, Cam? Not much, Gabe. Just checking out, uh, watching some French Open tennis here. Things are very exciting. A lot of young phenoms getting things done. That Warenka and uh, Federer match was absolutely electrifying, as we knew it would be. And uh, they got it done today, despite the darkness and weather. And you're right. I was just watching uh, I'm watching the NBA shoot-arounds with Clay, And, uh, yeah, the line's gone down, Gabe. On some books, six and a half. I'm seeing fives and fives and a halfs all over the board. And the series price down from 300 to 290. So, We'll see what happens with the Warriors. Uh, I can't lie. I hope some of these guys don't play the next game. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, at this, at this point in time, the Raptors need all the help they can get. Without <laughs> Correct. Yes. Going, going on the road. Now, listen, I don't feel sorry for them. It is what it is. Um, somebody on the Raptors could get hurt. Kawhi Leonard clearly isn't 100%. He hasn't sure. been uh, for a little while, and he's just uh, he's plowing uh, through it uh, right now. Clay Thompson says, uh, for me personally, it would be hard for me to see me not uh, playing. Um, the Warriors, Steve Kerr, said it'll be up to the, the medical staff whether they think uh, it's prudent or not. You know, the Warriors are going to be thinking, we're at home. 
we can win without him. And if we play him tonight, what if we lose and he gets hurt and he's out? Then we're down 2-1 and Clay Thompson is hurt and then we're screwed. Like, I think that's what Steve Kerr is is thinking. So, I you know, I think that Clay Thompson is, is 100% gung-ho on playing. I'm just saying that I think the Warriors will err on the side of caution uh, more so than, yeah, it's the finals. Roll them out there for sure. The Raptors are going to have to find a way to win one game uh, in Oakland. Check in uh, with some of the Raptor quotes. We'll talk about uh, the St. Louis Blues tied yeah. the series last night. The resilient Blues. Yes. 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 And Zidane Chara got a puck in the face like my boy Vince Dunn. It hurts. Game back hurts. decision. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Got a busy show today. George Kirk uh, back uh, back from Florida. Uh, we've got uh, Andrew McKinnis will step up, talk some pucks uh, with McKinnis, a big man on campus uh, a little bit later on uh, in the program. Of course, the St. Louis Blues uh, tied the score. Um, the, uh, last night, 2-2 in this uh, series. And uh, we were talking yesterday about the kid that bet $400 to uh, to win $100,000 on the St. Louis uh, Blues to win the Stanley Cup. And he was offered $26,000 yesterday for his ticket. 26 and change uh, for his ticket. And uh, both me and Cam stood our ground and agreed uh, with him that it wasn't uh, wasn't worth selling it for 26. You've come this far with the St. Louis Blues. It came down to last night, that Cam. Now, the series isn't over yet, uh, but his ticket is still alive right now, and he's he hung on to it. The current offer today is $38,000, so $12,000 difference from, uh, from yesterday to today. He gets to be a fan. Now he gets 12000 more, apparently. You know what this guy's all in, Gabe. He's not selling, but I saw a lot of positive things in the game last night. And the score, sure, it was only a one-goal win, but the domination, the hits, Chara's hurt, but he'll be back. I know that. But I'll tell you one thing. That was St. Louis Blues hockey. And if Ryan O'Reilly can skate like that again, I've never seen, like, that's what I was wondering. I was wondering if he was hurt because he's a big, big dude, right, lumbering around. He looked like he was a... Uh, uh, you know, got uh, got the needle or something like a horse. <laughs> he was hustling out there last night. He was fast. And that's good news for Blues ticket holders. Yeah, uh, he was all hopped up on uh, baking soda. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's bring in uh, George Kurtz, also hopped up on baking soda. What's going on, Kurtz? Pepsi. What's up, guys? I'd say it's good to be back, but I'd be lying. Yeah, so let, <laughs> well, let me ask you, uh, Kurtz. I know you're 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 straight edge. You know you you don't drink. You you know you don't do drugs. Uh, but 
after a week at uh, at Disney World in Florida. I'm sure you've, you're considering it. <laughs> I was actually only at the parks for three days. I was actually with family for uh, uh, a majority of the trip, about, about seven of those ten days. Not that that's any easier. You know, Irish family uh, – I mean, we may not have been doing drugs, but there was a lot of alcohol involved, and my wife got kablasted a couple of days. <laughs> me, and Cam, uh, me and Cam once spent a, uh, a month in Orlando one night, um, as, as they say. <laughs> yeah. What are our odds of us both getting almost arrested that night, Moretzi, from different places in the city? Pretty rare, but it happened. Yeah, I'd say pretty rare. Like Las Vegas, I'd be like, wow, man, what are the odds of that? Orlando camp, like 50-50, I think. You were at the other side of town. I was at the drive-thru. You get some guy shaking you down. The cops put me in the the cruiser because I walked up to the drive-thru, George. I'll tell you, very, very mean in Orlando. I thought it was the place of, you know, Mickey Mouse and family fun. B.S. It would take a lot. It would take a lot for me to go back to Orlando. (laughs) We would... Uh, you know, I drove both ways straight through. We were leaving 11 o'clock on uh, Saturday night, 11 p.m. And uh, my wife made sure she wasn't going to wake up for a while. And I said, Irish family, they were drinking themselves into oblivion on Saturday. My wife was so drunk on, I think, the Florida Turnpike. We had to pull over so she could puke. All right. Oh, so it was, uh, yeah. Wow, sounds she, like she, spring break. She enjoyed her time there. Now, she didn't want to wake up. She figured, yeah, I'll get, you know, I'll, I'll get blessed. I won't wake up till somewhere in North Carolina, uh, well, South Carolina. So uh, it was a good time, to say the least. All right, good stuff. Uh, well, it's, it's good to have you back. Um, they have TV. Uh, they have TVs in Orlando, right? With, uh, with the Stanley <laughs> Cup. Yes, or, they do, and they're or, they're very angry or, about Tampa Bay not making it. Or let me ask you: Are you are you DVRing it like you do the Islander games? Like, do you want us not to spoil it? Like, and tell you the series is tied at two. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that's annoying. Now I, I haven't heard anything since I got back. There wasn't a game last night that I watched, and they were great last night. They didn't tell me what the, the series was. No, I've seen the games. Uh, I did DVR uh, a game, a game two when I was down in Florida because I was out that night. But other than that, I've been able to watch the games. So uh, the Boston Bruins. Um, you know, seemingly, seemingly just look like they're on a collision course uh, with the Stanley Cup. Duke Rask uh, playing as well as he does. Like when they look good, they just sort of look unbeatable. Uh, but it's a war of attrition. And Cam, you've talked about this a lot about the St. Louis Blues over the course of a seven-game series wearing, wearing you out and wearing you down. We're going to see if that that's the case right now. Now that it's down to a best of two or three again, but. We expected Bennington to, to respond and bounce back after a poor uh, performance. Um, it's going to be tough going on the road, but the Blues have shown that they can win on the road in the past as well. You know, from what I've seen so far, guys, I think uh, you can make a pretty good argument that St. Louis has been the better team, especially five on five. But the, outside of last night, they had problems with the uh, penalty kill. You can't kill penalties. Boston's what, converting? I think I heard in the playoffs, Boston's converting 47% on the road. That's nuts. All right, and they stay out of the box last night. Last night, they only took two penalties. One was they flipped the uh, puck over the glass. So, man, it's a bad break. What are you going to do? Stay out of the box. Referees let them play. St. Louis wins. If they get referees that are calling every little thing, because St. Louis is a heavier team they want to hit. You just said it, uh, Gabe, they want to wear the other team down. Well, they're going to be in trouble. 
So I think yeah, for St. Louis, it might depend on what what they sort of get here. So Dano Chara is sort of in up in the air here. Is he going to play? What's wrong? Is it a concussion? Is it a broken bone in the face that they got hit uh, with the puck? We are, we don't know here. Uh, he was on the bench again. He did that also games, uh, whatever, the elimination game against Carolina. Yeah, he, we knew he wasn't going to play, but he was there in full dress anyway. I think Chara is a big, uh, would be a big loss for this team if he can't play. So uh, I think it's a lot of intrigue going here. But I think St. Louis, stay out of the box. I think at the very least, they'll go to a game seven. Yeah, and you saw guys, too, with Chara, with the blood. and The other game, George, he took a puck to the forearm that split him open. Now his face got split open. He's lucky it wasn't as bad as Dunn's because Dunn, he lost, what was he, game three against San Jose, and he was gone until last night. But think about this, guys. Does Dano Chara logs a lot of minutes, even for a veteran? They're already a little bit thin there. Boston has, like, another injury on the blue line. That's the difference, Gabe. Remember, we talked about the war of attrition. Like, they're calling up guys, right? So if something happens to another guy who logs a lot of minutes for Boston, it's going to get very, very interesting in this series. Because St. Louis, uh, they're, they're getting thin. And they're going to have guys who play small minutes playing a lot of minutes. And I've seen that before with the b- back end, George. You know what happens with Tory Krug and some of those guys when they play too many minutes? They make a lot of mistakes. Oh, agreed. You, you can hide your sixth defenseman and make him play only eight minutes. But that means you got to play the other guys more. You know, and I think that I think it's a loss. I think Achara is not there. I think he's a presence as well, which is why I think he stays on the bench even when he's hurt. He's just a presence being yeah. there, but still, he's not going to be on the ice. And I think he's also that big body; he can absorb some of those hits. He's not getting hurt by hits; he's getting hit by pucks. Bad luck. But they're there. St. Louis is going to keep hitting, hitting, hitting. Uh, Boston. I think they they have to win Game Five. I think if they lose Game Five, the series might be over in Game Six. Going back to St. Louis, I think uh, Boston's been able to survive this before. They've lost several other players to injury and suspension, and they still win. Uh, you know, Bergeron, Marshawn, uh, and Pasternak, if they're playing well, yeah, they'll take over a game. But that being said, I think it's uh, it may be a better series than uh, people thought. And I don't think Boston's a lock to win this. I don't. I, th- I think, once again, outside of the power play, I understand that you can't keep saying that. Outside of the Grand Slam, that team would have won. You know, but outside of the power play, St. Louis, from what I've seen, has outplayed Boston. Stay out of the box. I agree. The problem is, so did Carolina, and uh, they ended up getting swept. <clears throat> they they outplayed Boston for the majority of, of the series. Me and Cam brought this up yesterday. Not that we're conspiracy theorists at all, of course, uh, George. No. Uh, but <laughs> uh, but if Boston would have won last night, they would have been up 3-1. Then they could have wrapped up the series on Thursday. Little little quick for the league's liking. Um. And it's you. You you said exactly um, exactly what my point was was that after after all those penalties and the four goals on the four shots on the four power plays in game three, they were going to send a referee crew that was going to let the St. Louis Blues play a little bit. That's what it comes down to, right? Like you said, you have an uptight ref that's going to call this stuff. And the Blues are in a lot of freaking trouble because the Blues need to play physical to win. Simple as that. All right, game time decision. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. 
Time Decisions. My name is Radio. I tweeted out a story here. Very interesting. And there's something that people often talk about, but you don't really you know, want to try and test it. Uh, but a passing motorist who yelled F you at a state trooper in Arkansas. So a state trooper in Arkansas was on the side of the uh, the road giving someone a ticket. And a passing motorist, when driving, driving by, rolled down his window and yelled, F you, at the state trooper. The state trooper then tracked him down, <laughs> chased him down, and arrested him. Yes. For yelling, F you, at the state trooper. He then sued... He was detained. Uh, he was detained for hours, but he was let go. They dropped the charges, but he sued them, stating that they had no right to even like to, to detain him. And it actually went to the Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals, right below the Supreme Court. And uh, Judge Levansky R. Smith pens a decision reaffirming the First Amendment projects prevails. Uh, protects profane speech directed at government officials and bars retaliation against such speech. So I've always said this too. I mean, it's just, they're just words, right? Like it's, they're just words, but it is. So basically though, if you walk right up to a cop and go, go F yourself, you're probably going to get arrested. Yes. But legally, you are allowed to say anything you want. <laughs> like, like it's a, you're allowed free speech, right? If you're not assaulting anyone, you're not, you know. So basically, the, the state, the lawyers for the, the cops, the state trooper, stated that um, he was unreasonably loud, and it was excessive noise. That's why they pulled him over because he yelled it so loudly. That's yeah. Yes. There was a similar case in Australia where a guy told the cop off and how you can't do anything. And the guy, <laughs> the guy won in Australia as well. But it's one of these deals where you don't really want to try it because even if you're right, it's still going to end poorly for you. I'm going to tell you something, Gabe. This is just my take. So this guy wins the case, okay? He already got booked. He's in the record. You don't think guys talk? You don't think they know where this guy goes? Oh, he goes out to the diner there. He hangs out here. He does this there. You don't think they're going to make his life miserable? Trust me. This guy better be on his best behavior from now on. They'll get him on anything. I hope he's a model citizen like Kurtz. Because if he's not, if he's walking the tightrope <laughs> oh, as a yeah. bad citizen, he's done. That's why you don't she, uh, you don't pick fights with cops. It's not a very, very smart Ar- thing to do. Yeah, in Arkansas? Yeah. yeah. Good point. They'll put go you on the it. spit. Slowly you know, stewing I, in his own juices. What do you think, George? I actually, I actually think the cop played this wrong. If I'm the cop, I absolutely go after him. You know, you want, you know, you know, you're not going to put up with that crap. But don't arrest him. I mean, there's a reason you don't tick off cops because we all do something illegal. Just the cop just follow him for a while from a distance. He'll do something, get a you know speed or may not use a turn signal, or he's got things hanging from your rearview mirror, which is illegal in most states. But then we all have that. Everybody has something hanging from their mirror or in the back windshield. You know, so you don't want look that cop pulls him over. Oh, you got seven tickets, buddy. You know, that's what yeah. I mean. Cops, you know, they, they usually not going to yeah. bother you for that crap, but they can if they so the wish. And there's no fire. way to fight that. Yeah, right? the there's no way fire. to fight that. You know, the, the language you could fight because, you know, First Amendment does protect you from uh, speech. It's just stupid to, to tick off a cop for no valid reason. It's just idiotic. 
<laughs> I agree with Kurt. You're now Gabe. He's on the radar, man. It's just it's no good. They got information too, like you know, in the computer systems there, like everything. Like the guy's booked. Like very very stupid. They know where you live. They know what you do. Um, you're just asking for trouble now. You know that that cocky little move for that one second of fun could come back and burn you for many 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 years of your life. Very. That's a stooge move. It is because you you know he didn't even win any money or anything like that. No, that's he another has, thing. What was the compensation? Nothing. Like he sued for his right to do this. He sued yeah. basically just to. Like, yeah, it's not like he sued them for monetary damages. Maybe he'll try. He's to actually now, lost but money because he had to hire his own attorney. It's a good point. Yeah, wow. I am assuming probably somebody looked at this to make the name. You know how lawyers are. Someone made yeah. a name for themselves, and because this is a nice feather in the cap, if you just won, if you were the attorney. It's a pretty, it's you know, it's a pretty big case. Just uh, any time the Constitution is involved, uh, etc. Now, here's another story uh, that I saw. I did not tweet this one out, and I did think of you, Cam. And oh, you I'm did? Thinking, yeah. Well, I thought it was a little harsh. I'm thinking this is something that could happen to you and I. Yeah. So a disc jockey at a Kentucky high school graduation. So uh, he's a radio uh, disc jockey. They, um, he got hired to like uh, spin the tunes and talk and MC the event. Okay. Uh, he was charged uh, because he got drunk. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He received, <laughs> received several complaints from bystanders accusing oh. him of being intoxicated around hundreds of students. Yeah. Deputy yeah. said when they arrived, he was slurring his speech, staggering, and uh, strongly smelled of alcohol. Uh, deputy said he would admit to law enforcement he's drinking vodka through the event in a Gatorade bottle. <laughs> nice. Um, he was also possessing a marijuana vape device with residue oh. inside. Uh, he's oh, he's all in. Uh, but this is this is the kicker. <laughs> he did it at a thing called Project Graduation. Is a program which provides adult supervised alcohol-free activities after students graduate. It's like he did it in like a clean. Yeah. See, now you didn't tell me that part of the story. I was gonna say, wow, poor, poor guy. You hired him for a gig, and you know he got a little bit nah. wasted. Like I've done that, Gabe, at the New England Patriots Seattle Super Bowl. I started slurring my words when Seattle uh, threw that, uh, you know, the old pick on the one yard line instead of giving the ball to Lynch. I went bananas before I gave the trip away. We've all been done it. But I'm getting hired at a bar, and I'm getting served drinks by the owner. So I got a case. This guy's got no case. Yeah, this is in Kentucky, too, so you know that <laughs> happened. He gone. They're, they're, not, they're, not, uh, they're not too happy. See, George, are you glad you don't drink? All, all this uh, is a problem. Yeah, all, <laughs> this, uh, all these troubles, that most of them come from alcohol, George. It's funny how that works out, huh? I mean, it really is funny. Am I glad I don't drink? I, I don't do it for any specific reason. I have no, I have no problem with people who do. Obviously, my wife does. You know, my brother does. Most of my family does. I think I'm the only person who I can think of who doesn't drink. Once again, I'm, I'm, I know my last name is Kurtz, but actually, I'm three quarters Irish, and I was in an Irish family all weekend. They, I mean, my wife was the only person blasted over the weekend. Okay, they all were blasted. My niece was on my wife's side came down, and I had to warn her. Once again, I don't know what's going to happen down there. Okay, I, I put a girlfriend down there years ago, and my aunts, older aunts, are, are running around with their tops off, just pulling them off for no reason. 
<laughs> and to this day, I don't know why. I'm like, I mean, I'm, no, it's not even that. It's we're on a deck. There's no pool anywhere near here. And it's like, oh my god, what the hell are they doing? It, no I could have been more embarrassed. That, that's why I warned my niece because I didn't warn the girlfriend at the time. And oh, uh, I don't know what's a coincidence or not. We didn't last much longer. And you just you just never know what's gonna happen, man. It, sometimes it can be a hell of a lot of fun. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm on. telling you, Florida. It's the Florida sun, George. It bakes people's brains or something. Yeah, you're right. It was freaking hot, man. 98 in the, uh, those parks is a, is a little warm. I, I, I much more enjoy the Gulf of Mexico when I'm in the water. You didn't happen to run into the Greek freak, uh, did you? No did Greek you freak. Video? No, uh, no unusually, unusually tall people, no. Cam, did you see the video of Giannis? What, is that Disney yeah. World? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm so... And, He's driving like a little bumper mini car. Oh, great. He can barely fit in it. It's like a couple of days after they got eliminated from the Raptors. And he just looks like sour still. Like he looks pissed off. He's sitting there waiting in traffic in a bumper car. People are taking video of him. Um, all right, uh, Kurt. So let's get the uh, the updated odds. I'm thinking right now, I'm just going to bet this series that it just goes seven games. What, the Blues? Yeah. Series total, seven games. Uh, it's minus 115 uh, now. I'll give you guys some interesting information, too. The Winnipeg Jets series, the Blues won the fifth game, and they won the sixth game. Remember, guys, that crazy game five in San Jose when they were at home and you met P.K. Subban on the street, game when he said, I think the Blues are going to win it. That's the game oh, yeah. they kicked the Sharks' ass. Penalty shot, Tarasenko. They pit, not just one, they blew them away. I'm with Kurt. If they win this game, if Chara's hurt and they're thin and they win the game, they know they can't screw it up to go back to Boston. They could actually win this in six if they win the next game. That's how crazy it is. They've been dominant in game five so far this series. Just my take. You know me. I'm all pro blues, though. I can't I can't hide it. I have a personal interest in this. I'm, I'm not seeing this thing through, you know, fair, fair, fair eyes or whatever. I got futures on St. Louis. I'm all in. St. Louis Blues to win in six is now plus 300. To win in seven is plus 340. Bruins to win in six, plus 230. Bruins to win in seven, plus 200. Mm-hmm. So it looks like the odds makers think this series is going seven games. Yeah, they do. But they I'm do. with you. I'm with you, Cam. I don't have a problem. I mean, uh, Blues, Blues in six, plus 300, buddy. Yep, they know. They understand. They did the same thing against San Jose. You can't have that series going back to the Shark Tank. You can't have that series going back to Boston. If you find a way to beat up Boston while they're thin and while they're hurt, I think Kurtz will agree. The sixth game, you have to take care of business. It's all it's all out, man, because you're not going to win game seven. It's Blues in six or probably Bruins in seven. That's my take. Yeah, it's going to be extremely tough. for, uh, for the, It's just hard to win game seven. Stanley Cup Finals and something that aura about Boston too. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll take a quick break. Uh, yesterday we went through the American League uh, stock uh, market. Uh, let's take a look at the National League because nobody likes uh, baseball uh, more than George Kurtz, along with Puck. We'll get into the NBA throughout the program. We'll get you updated with all the uh, the series uh, prices, the props, and everything else. Hey. 
Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. serious about fantasy football it's never too early to start prepping for 2019 roto experts has you covered with their nfl 365 fantasy football package including the best math day seasonal projections and rankings anywhere on the internet davis maddock and the roto experts are providing dynasty season-long betting best ball and nfl draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play save 10 percent at rotoexperts.com with the promo code fntsy that's 10 percent off with the promo code fntsy the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, only at rotoexperts.com. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Cam. So, George Kurtz uh, with us. Uh, last night, uh, one of our losing baseball bats. And, man, oh, they yeah. always screw me. I, I'm going to tell you something. I just want to say one thing that you said about uh, MMA. I will say the same thing about baseball right now. Remember, Gabe? We had all that empirical data for the Mariners game. Two gas cans, this and that. Boom, game goes under, not over. Oh, Philadelphia. You know, Nola's oh, yeah. doing better yeah. or whatever. No no run support there. They get smoked. Eight to two. Thank God your Dodgers won. But honestly, like, we had great bets with the Blues and regulation and everything else. I'm telling you, baseball's taking a real chunk out of my uh, plus nights. And I'm getting pretty sour about it. Anyway, it feels like the opposite is happening. Tough, tough, tough. Very yeah, it pissed tough. me off, too. I, I went from having a winning night to a losing last a night last night because of the Philadelphia Philly game. So... Andrew McCutcheon gets hurt, guys, and now, George, the uh, Philadelphia Phillies, they've got issues in center field. They already did uh, have issues in center field, or they were already, let's say, thin in the outfield to begin with. Now they really are. I don't know if they're going to move Harper into center field right now. For all the money that he makes, he's going to sort of have to do what they ask him to do. Uh, But before we get into Philadelphia moving forward, we'll blast through the the National League uh, stock uh, watch. I don't know if you guys saw the play last night in which he got hurt. And there's a little bit of a debate as to who's to blame here in all of this. So he's on first base. McCutcheon's on first base. Uh, Gene Segura is is at the plate. He hits like a squib pop fly to the second baseman. It's not a towering shot, but it's sort of like uh, it's, it's high enough that anyone can sort of watch it and think about it for a second. Uh, but there's no inf- infield fly rule. There's only an infield fly rule, uh, first and second, or bases loaded, etc. There's no infield fly rule with just a runner on first base. The problem is, George, Segarra doesn't run down the first baseline. He sort of, if you see, he sort of like fell a bit when he swung for some reason. <laughs> and, and, and then he really half-assed it. Like he made no real effort to go down the first. He did, but it was weak. So Kinsler, Cam, sees that Segarra's not running. So he figures, I'll get a double play. So he, he yeah. lets the ball drop. He fires it the first quickly, and boom, they've got McCutcheon in a rundown. And then McCutcheon starts doing the stupid kid stuff where they go back and forth, and then he ends up uh, tearing himself up. And then when he's lying on the ground, you see McCutcheon look at Segarra like with a look from hell type thing. 
<laughs> and he muttered something like you, like whatever. Son of a Yeah, but listen, Joe Ranieri brought up a good point. And Joe played minor league ball, and he said one thing that big league players don't know how to do is base run. And it is true. Major leaguers, and look, it's like NBA. They're not big on fundamentals, right? So if McCutcheon sees that Segura is not running, what the hell was he doing midway? Like, why was he so off far in the bag, George? Like, why didn't he, when he saw it was a pop-up, why didn't he just sort of stand at first and think it's going to be caught anyways? So it's almost everybody. Segura doesn't run it out. McCutcheon shouldn't have been where he is. What do you think about this? I don't think McCutcheon gets any blame here whatsoever. All right, he did what he sort of what he had to do. He's forced. Uh, he wasn't. If he's not off the bag, once the ball is dropped, he's gonna get out of second base anyway. Kids are threw the ball to first base to get Segura. Uh, now that that takes the uh, the force away, but he has no choice here. But McCutcheon's caught in a pickle. The blame here falls on Segura. You have to run. He did fall at the plate. All right, he did with this. And yes, you're right. That wasn't a towering pop up, but that wasn't a little square. It wasn't. A, we oh, Scooby, it, it was up there for a while. Twenty. Yeah. It was up there. He yeah. he has to make it. If he runs any kind of hard, Kinsler just catches the ball. This was a great play by Kinsler. He noticed. He was aware of what's going on here. He saw that Segura wasn't running, or at least wasn't running hard. Wasn't going to get the first base. So I think that Kinsler deserves this. McCutcheon, I think, was sort of caught in no man's land. Would I be pissed if I'm McCutcheon? Yeah, probably. Although I don't know if he's saying, oh, the injury is Segura's fault. Listen, that's part of the game. I mean, it reminds me of uh, no, but the, ago, situation, the, the, the situation was sort of his fault. Like, I think the Phillies are blaming Segura behind the scenes. Like, they, oh, I, I think they were doubt, pissed. That's, that's part yeah. of the game. Remember years ago, Gabe, when Derek Jeter turned his ankle in the uh, – in the Yankee playoff game against Detroit, people were like, well, it's Nick Swisher's fault because he did something he sh- something similar that he shouldn't have done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Was, yeah, I think it was his, yeah, right, and it was his fault. Nick I don't Swisher. think you can blame the injury on the on Segura. You can blame him for not running it out. And uh, listen, he's a veteran. This is not a kid. And you can right, play, baseball players. I don't want to probably a majority have no idea how to run the bases. No freaking clue. There's no excuse not to run there. I mean, what's your excuse not to run? And well, Segura's an infielder. He has to know this could happen. And let me ask you, Cam, mm-hmm. and I've said this, because remember, George, there was a big uh, criticism of Manny Machado. Uh, and remember, like, how would play in a market like New York with the Yankees? And Cashman even came out and said it. Not well. He said it won't, it won't end well if you don't run hard to first base in the Bronx. And he said it's just not a good fit. And, you know, internally they discussed it, and they, it was more of a personality. Look, people in San Diego aren't going to boo Machado, right? People in the Bronx will. So there's there's a different mentality, but Machado says it's stupid to run everything out all the time. And listen, man, Pete Rose is one of my favorites of all time. You know, the whole, hey, let's let's kill the catcher to win the all-star game thing. I get it. The old Charlie Hustle. But look at, uh, wasn't it Tanaka? Didn't Tanaka get hurt running the first base earlier this year, George Batting? Tanaka was hurt last year uh, t- on a sack fly from third base in City Field. Yeah, someone else though. Okay, was I, I could have sworn a Yankee pitcher this year got hurt running earlier this year. I could be maybe it's merging into last year. But you know, Cano got blasted too, Gabe, for being lazy and not running out stuff. It, it doesn't. Oh yeah, then he got hurt. Yeah, then he yeah. got hurt the next game for running, running something. <laughs> yeah, exactly by running something out. So it's kind of funny. That's what, what I'm saying, Cam. So yeah. let me ask you. Yes, this ain't little league baseball. All right, Timmy. No. In a rundown, you go back and forth as many times as you can, even though you're going to get out. And you're going to be out 99 out of 100 times. 
It's stupid. McCutcheon could have just stood there and said, tag me, man. I'm a professional former all-star. Screw you. A guy's like an MVP, wasn't he? Guy's running around like in a eight two game, trying not to get tagged. Like it's just stupid. Like and, and the whole I don't know. I think the over running and hustle thing is overrated to be honest. It's but the thing is, Gabe, the way I look at it is if there's a if there's a hot shot and you're just putting the bat bat down and you have no chance and they're already there, instincts are telling you you're already gonna be out in the play. But even if it is a slow roller there, you got to hustle coming out of there and make any type of play. Hell, I've watched some defense this year by watching baseball. Every night. I know. Guys are, guys are throwing it into the ground. What about Void and the Yankees? Like, There's a lot of guys playing first base that have some serious bad skills. Like These guys are not good defensive players. You can get on there by, by forcing the issue. I'm with you there with running the bases and that stuff. Like, dee, 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 dee. But any type of ground ball, you got to go hard because – some guy might have the yips. It could be a bad throw. You could pull the guy off. I, I, I'm just down with hustle, Gabe. But I, I think it's a different situation in a rundown. I know. A lot of the I time. Know. But in a rundown, you do, the goal of the rundown is, especially if you have another guy on base, just yeah, occupy him long enough. but there was no one else even on base. Yeah, no, that's, that's the problem. And he's trying to get back to that's first base, even. If you have, like another, so if you have another guy, if you have another guy on base, as Kurtz will tell you, the object, the objective is to yes, keep yes, yes, busy get to get my guy up to second or third. Yeah. Whatever yeah. I got to do to advance the runner. There was but I'm no one on base, though, with McCutcheon. That's a problem. That's different. And, and, you're, and, and you're trying to say, salvage what? To get back to first base? Yeah. You know, like, I, I get it. And I, it pains me to even say it. It's, it sounds like something like 15 years ago, I would never come out of my words on the radio or TV or on the net. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I don't believe in the hustle. <laughs> like, I totally do believe in hustle. But hard about it too, if it's though, a squib it. ball to, to the second baseman, bro. Why should you bust your ass 90 feet, man? Like, you're not – like, how many times are they going to, like, what, one out of 500 times they're going to throw the ball away? I don't know. Just see, right, you know. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Gabe. Well, where do we stop then? Should you not die for a ball in the outfield? That's ah, two outs. It's all right. Just a second. <laughs> don't dive. We don't want you to get hurt. You know, I mean, uh, we've yes. heard this before. Remember, yes, the yes. Washington, Remember Washington the Nationals have, yes. right? Washington Nationals have. They've talked to Bryce Harper about not running into running walls. walls. Yeah, and that I agree with, by the way. You know, in Game 82 yeah. of the regular season, don't run into a wall. That's kind of stupid. yeah, but it just wasn't ninth, a wall. Sort of get it. There was another time he totally laid himself out and he yeah. hurt himself. You know who? And they told him too. They said, "Why you don't have to dive for every ball and play here all the time?" Yeah, know who does it? That's who he's trying. That's who he is. Like you know? Kevin Kiermeyer. Kevin Kiermeyer of the Tampa Bay Rays runs. I've never seen a guy like almost get laid out on a nightly basis chasing balls. The guy's fantastic. And they said, "Why are you doing this to yourself?" He goes, "This is the only way I know how to do it. If I'm going to try to catch a ball, I'll go face first into a screen." Like you know what I mean, Gabe? He's just that's the way that's he plays. And I got it. But got he's yeah, yeah. And he's also hurt a lot too. But he also makes extravagant <laughs> catches for his team to win games. I can't tell a guy not to hustle. But sometimes but I think you got to use common sense in certain situations. Yeah, there's a difference between, listen, we're paying you $38 million a year. Don't run into the wall, right? Um, I get it. And at the same point in time, I remember I wanted to punch Chris Bosh in the face when um, Chris Bosh was playing. He was on the heat, but a guy, uh, that Asik guy, uh, whatever. Yeah, Omar Asik. Yeah. Yeah, guy. guy in the Bulls, whatever, man. He's just trying to make a name for himself in the league. He dove for a loose ball. There was yeah. like a loose ball scrub type thing. The ball was rolling, and he dove for it, and he slid into Chris Bosch's leg. All right, too and bad. Bosch, Bosch picked him up sort of and scolded him, 
and said, what the F are you doing, man? We don't die for loose balls like that in this league. That's ridiculous. And he said, <laughs> that's, not, that's not what we do here. And he said, you're going to ruin, you know, you, that's, you ruin careers like that. And, and if you see the play, it was really harmless. Like the buddy just sort yeah. of died for a loose ball. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he's playing the game. I don't have a problem with that. But, and listen, I'm not saying I want guys not running down to first or just casually jogging. But this, let just let it be known, there's a price for this stuff nowadays. All right? You guys, people bitched about Robbie Cano not running hard enough. Well, the next game he got hurt. Like, oh, McCutcheon. Oh, yeah, yeah. He really taught the kids how to do it right. Yeah, good for that. Good for the kids. That guy's out for five weeks. Like, right now, let me ask you, George. You think Gabe Kapler, the Philadelphia Phillies, would rather that he was out? He was out anyways. That's crazy. It's like, I I see your point, but I'm never telling my players not to hustle. I'm just not. You know, there's just no way. I I do think McCutcheon more and more on this. He's an idiot. I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm stuck. Where's he going, he George? It's a pop fly that you or I would have caught at second base. He's trying not to get out. I mean, that, that's the idea of the game. Trying, I understand it's one in five. What do you say? One in 500? You're probably right. It may be one in 1,000. You know, where throws will be misplayed. We, we, we do see misplayed throws. But I think it's also ingrained in some players that you don't give up. You look at Brett Gardner of the Yankees. There's been at least three managers now have, who have tried to talk to him about not diving at the first base. <laughs> because yep. you know, any any kind of yep. empirical data tells you it, it actually slows you down. It does not help. Plus, there's more a much greater risk of injury oh, when you dive in the first base. But he still does it over and over again. Why? It's just in his nature. It's not something he thinks about. It's instinct he does it. Yeah, it may be wrong, but they haven't been able to get out of him. I think it's true of other players too. Now, what I I don't think you should go like Pete Rose every play either, because I think that's kind of silly. I think you need to be better than Cano, who jogs down the first base, but not quite Pete Rose. Somewhere in between on the easy one. You know, three hop at a second base, yeah, you're out. You <laughs> run, but you don't run. That sort of thing. All right, hang in here, George. We'll, uh, we'll wrap things up. Uh, I sweet little uh, package of ball with Kurt. I'm going to try. Kurt! From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. All right, I want to get into the uh, the baseball uh, baseball uh, board, and uh, we'll, I promise we'll run through the National League uh, market. Uh, yesterday, uh, George, we went through every American League uh, team. Sort of looking from a betting perspective. If you bet a hundred dollars, or you know, you could use ten dollars perspective, but a hundred dollars for the math is easy to do. As far as um, you know, how much money a team is up, because you know we can talk about standings all we want. But it's sort of deceptive. Like a great example is the Chicago White Sox are twenty nine and thirty. Yet if you bet every hundred dollars on every White Sox game this year, George, you're up seven hundred thirty one dollars. Yeah. If you bet if you bet a hundred dollars on every Red Sox game, you're down fourteen hundred dollars. Ooh. Right. 
So who's who's a better team this year? I'd say the White, White Sox. Sox are. White Sox. White Sox. <laughs> yeah. I'd say the White it's Sox. It's the old are. saying, right? A, a good team wins. A great team covers. Yeah, yeah that's, exactly. that's that's the tagline, baby. Yeah. All right. So tonight, you like anything, uh, George? Before we get you out of here, we got Chicago and Washington, Atlanta, and Pittsburgh. New York Yankees actually in Toronto. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I was talking about Tanaka earlier. Wow, yeah. Jays one and nine in their last ten games, uh, hosting the New York Yankees. What's your guys' quick take, George? I, I want. As Cam knows, man, I've been wrong on the Mets all year with, with over-unders, man. I really bum got a restore tonight. This game smells like nothing, but it's under seven. It was just disappointing. I think it was seven and a half earlier today. Bumgarner Syndergaard. I like the I, Mets. I, the Giants. I, I like the Mets in this game as well. I think the Giants suck. Uh, Mets are uh, minus 145. Uh, I I, I, I want to take the Mets. I really do. Uh, I think I'll go there. Uh, the Brewers uh, versus Marlins in uh, Milwaukee. I'm liking that over of nine, too. I, I just need the Marlins to score a couple of runs. That's all. Two or three runs. I think the Brewers will take care of the rest here. So I'm playing with over-unders tonight more than anything else. What about yeah, your game? Yankees? Yankees and Blue Jays? Yeah, you like the Yankees what, what... in parlays. Uh, I hate to say it, but Cl- Clayton Richard's a nice guy and all, but... Uh... Again, the Yankees are going to murder him tonight. Tanaka and all parlays. Jays won't, will not beat the Yankees. No way. George Curry. Yeah, I like that thing again. I'm not touching it, though. Thanks, George. Later, George. Always, guys. You be good. Do we dare do the uh, the Bronx and Queen Cookie uh, Killer yes. Parlay? Yankees yes. Mets Parlay? I'm thinking about it. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Courts in the clay, things heating up in the French Open despite the rain. Rafa Nadal, uh, the Sp- Spanish legend, making quick work of seven seed Kai Nishikori, winning the match 6 1, 6 1, 6 3, destruction. Nadal will now face another living legend, Roger Federer, in the semi. It's going to be great. Federer took out fellow Swiss competitor, 24 seed Stan Warenka, in a four set thriller 7 6, 4 6, 7 6, and 6 4. But Warenka, Gabe, we did cover that four and a half point spread for the victory. This will be the 39th meeting between the two, their first match since 2017. Two more men's quarters, guys. Things get going 10 a.m. in the morning. Novak Djokovic, the top seed, battles fifth seed Alex Zherdev. Djokovic, minus 800 in that game. Four seed Dominic Team beats 10th-ranked Karin Kachanov. Team is minus 350. Kachanov, plus 275 to advance. On the women's side, Joanna Conta of Great Britain has reached the French Open semis for the first time. She beat last year's runner-up Sloane Stevens of the USA, 6-1, 6-4. Conta on fire. She'll now meet uh, Fina Marquetta von Drosova, who advanced to the semis by beating Petra Martic in two sets. That one finished up this afternoon, 7-6, 7-5. Vodrasova has yet to drop a set. Two more quarters on the women's side, Wednesday, 8 a.m. Eastern start time. We got Madison Keys taking on eight-seed Ash Barty. Barty minus 190. He's plus 60. Halep, Simona Halep beats 17-year-old unranked American Amanda Amesimova. Uh, Halep, a huge favorite here, minus 600 there. NBA, 
The champs beat up, but uh, not 100% in the health department, but they're still favored. We thought this. It's official now. The Golden State Warriors without Kevin Durant for game three of the NBA Finals with that calf injury. Clay Thompson taking part in uh, practice today. Light work. He is still questionable for uh, game three. Thompson has been shooting 44% in 18 postseason games here. Kevin Looney out indefinitely for Golden State. Despite the Warrior injuries, the line does, it has gone down, but they're still favored by five, down from the opening line of six and a half and six. Total set at 213, game three, Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. Updated series price, Warriors minus 290, wraps plus 235. The New Orleans Pelicans listening to offers for disgruntled star Anthony Davis. Newly hired Pelicans GM Dave Griffin met with Davis and his agent. Nothing changed. Davis still wants out. There was hope AD was going to stick around after New Orleans won the draft lottery and will target Zion Williamson with the number one overall pick. But he wants to. He wants out. The Celtics reporting the top suitors for 26-year-old Davis's services. We'll see what happens there. The Orlando Magic, Utah Jazz, Minnesota, Indiana. Four teams interested in Brooklyn Nets restricted free agent D'Angelo Russell. He's coming off his first all-star season in Brooklyn, but he's expressed interest in remaining with the Brooklyn Nets. NFL news, the Rams have a plan for running back Todd Gurley. Less work, averaging 308 touches per year in his first four NFL seasons. He could see many fewer touches in 2019, according to Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network. They also drafted Memphis Tiger running back Daryl Henderson in the third round. He's expected to fill the role left by C.J. Anderson, who departed in free agency. And New England Patriots, they've released tight end Austin Safarian Jenkins today for personal reasons. Stanley Cup final, back to Boston. It's a slugfest game five. Thursday night, Bruins now minus 155, total five and a half. The puck drops after eight o'clock. As for the Bees, veteran blue liner Zdeno Chara's status for game nine, still unknown. After taking a puck to the face in game two, he left, returned to the bench with a full shield, but didn't play. Updated series price, same as the game price. Boston 155 to hoist the Stanley Cup. Blues plus 135. Regent blue liner Eric Carlson said he'd like to be play for a team like the Montreal Canadiens or Ottawa Senators, who he used to play for. He wants to be closer to his wife, who's from the Ottawa area. Jevils GM Ray Shiro denying reports that star Taylor Hall wants out to sign an extension with the team. The 27-year-old unrestricted free agent, he'll be one as of July 1st. Hall suffered a season-ending knee injury in February, but still posted good numbers, 37 points in 33 games. The Atlanta Braves and the New York Yankees are favorites to land free agent pitcher Dallas Keuchel. This according to MLB.com. A second source believes the Yankees are the favorites there, too. The Twins reportedly showing interest in the 2015 AL Cy Young winner, too. Very busy night in the MLB. 15 games on the board. We'll go through them throughout the day with me and Marenzi and make our best bets at the 6 o'clock hour. And in MMA news, the highly anticipated bout between Khabib Nurmagomedov, I'll just call him Khabib, and Dustin Poirier is now official after the UFC announced today the two fighters will unify the lightweight championship at UFC 242 September 7th. This one goes down in Abu Dhabi, WNBA final LA over New York 78-73. to I'm Cam Stewart. Stick around. Gabe Morenci hosts Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage Radio. Stick around, everybody. Lots of picks and fun. Red Heat and Rage Hour 2, coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game, Game time, time decisions. decisions. All right, level two. Game time decisions. Ready for Rage Radio. Thanks to George Kurtz uh, for joining us. I look forward to jumping into the National League uh, market stock watch. Uh, 
got a full, full slate of baseball here this evening. Cam can let me know what I have left in Mr. Green, which is uh, not a lot because I got screwed on an in-game over uh, the other night in that NBA that's, game. Once. That's the thing, Marantzi. What you do in the late-night hours, I'm not privy to. I'm kind of like your guy during, you know, till 7 Eastern, and then things, they go crazy. I don't know what you're doing with your West Coast no. importer. I didn't do a lot. I lost the St. Louis Blues on Saturday night. Oh, I lost the parlay because of Gustafson. And then blue. I lost the in-game over on Sunday night. Three plays. Nothing uh, Nothing. Uh, Damn it. Nothing like uh, over the top. Okay, okay. The only thing that saved me was that Hideki play. Hideki! Top Asian. And I got to be honest with you, Ricky Fowler not finishing top 10. This guy's close. There's some guys on the list right now, uh, and he's getting... I'll tell you, and the disappointment. I, I rarely bet on him, but I don't. Nah, no, no, he like, come on, he was he was T six, Gabe. He was right there. Like, it's just the guy can't always put right. four rounds together. Yeah, I, I know, I know. Hey, good pick with Adam Scott though. He finished second. We like Cantlay. The odds weren't there. What are you gonna do? I can't take Patrick Cantlay like fourteen to one. You know what I mean? It's like we bet him every week. But anyway, go Hideki. Canadian Open this Thursday too, so we'll have some picks yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, we'll. Kick, and tomorrow we'll kick the tires out of today, though, on the yeah. uh, on the Canadian Open. All right, our man Kyle in Atlanta asks, uh, "What what is uh, what is more uh, possible to happen?" Yes, you um, you steal second base on uh, John Lester, or I hit a jump shot against Kawhi Leonard. Oh, me steal second base on John Lester all day. Kawhi Leonard's defense? Uh, no offense, Morency. This ain't uh, hooping up. There's no, no way. No, no way. I, I I, actually stated the same thing. I said Kawhi would stuff me. I wouldn't be able to get a shot off. And Gabe it, it knows should... I'm faster than I look, Kyle. Like, I might be a big guy with a with a little bit of a dome, but you'd be surprised. Once I get my motoring gear, ring, ring. Gabe yeah, knows I can hustle be... down the line. Instead of stealing the base, though, it should be, uh, it should be, uh, could you get a hit? Oh, def- definitely you? not. No, no, could not a, get a hit off of John Lester. No, God, no, no. I'm not Eric Cohen. I don't, I don't uh, make up stuff. This guy could I'm get a hit off the no, but you could maybe. Like, I think you'd have a better I don't think chance. I could. I'm going to be honest with you, Gabe, and I can't lie. I've been to batting cages. I used to play baseball and stuff. I'd be very happy if I got contact. I really don't think I would. Like, like, he's a major league pitcher. We, this, is a, this is the thing about people. They don't seem to understand. Like, you're in that situation in the box. This guy's just throwing all, all types of uh, different numbers at me. I'm done. He can go up and down, up and down. I'm just sitting there like a stooge. I wouldn't even get the bat yeah. off my shoulder. We'll tell the story of Eric Cohen, the guy we used <laughs> to uh, work with, who talked a lot of smack, and I put, uh, I exposed him. Yeah, that's actually why. one of our classic moments. We'll trade his From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire.
Sports, our radio network. Saw an interesting uh, story here, uh, Cam, that uh, I'm curious to get your answer from. We've got Andrew McKinnis up here in a second, but said so. What was the, uh, what's like something that your family ate, like when you were a kid that like you didn't want to eat, but like your parents forced you to? Liver. Liver, huh? Liver. Even to this day, you don't like liver? I'll eat it. My, it's actually weird. I'll eat it. <laughs> I, blame, I blame my parents for a lot of stuff they did to me because I used to play hockey all day and all night. We go through every team, Hartford, Quebec. Okay, Adams Division, done. Time for dinner. Ding, 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 ding. No, no, we're going to finish hockey. And then I go, Mom, I, we've got a game. we got to finish off one more division. We haven't got through the smite division yet. She goes, you can't leave till you eat your liver. And I'm just sitting there, liver and onion, just forcing it down. All the bad vegetables, Gabe. And now the girth, man, that you see ahead of you, all the food that I used to hate when I was young, like I, I kind of like olives now. I used to hate them. It's weird. Sweet pickles I thought were for losers. Now I crave them. Like it's weird, man. My taste buds are changing over time. I like everything other than beets or something I would not choose to eat. There's a couple vegetables that I don't like love, but, you know, I'm not going to say no. Like if I was starving, I'd eat anything. You know that. You know me. I'm a garburator. For me, it was uh, lentil soup. Oh, yeah, lentil soup. That's a bad soup. Lentil <laughs> soup. I remember you talking about lentil soup. Like, why are people even serving lentil soup? Like, that's just I don't such know, a, dude. It's, it's such a, a poor thing. Soup. I guess it's, yeah. good. it's good for you. But, like, yeah, man. My father, yeah, he was poor, man. We eat lentil yeah. soup, bro. Like, I, it's disgusting. What about that Habitat smoked pea soup? That stuff's like 88 cents a can. A can. It's cheap. It's better than that's lentil good. soup. That's, that's good stuff, man. You get a that's roll, you get some butter about. in that. I know, that's I, some good stuff. High sodium. <laughs> you got, see, I know your style, Marenzi. At least that one you can get. And like I don't like peas. Yeah. I don't like peas, but you got to like the classic Quebec pea soup, don't you? Oh, <laughs> God, buddy. I, I, Quebec's got great soup. They own they own the, the, the fry gravy cheese market and the soup market. Quebecois. All day. Great soup, great yeah. cheese, great fries. If you want that, what do you call it? The uh, the uh, onion uh, onion soup au gratin. Oh, French, Quebec's oh, the yeah. place to get oh, it. Yeah. French <laughs> onion yeah. soup, man, it is killer. Like, I got hooked on that stuff. I That's remember for a while. Soup. Oh, Gabe, when I was in Quebec, there was days. Oh, yeah, I tried bread, it. I tried the it. the cheese oh, on top. Oh, yeah. Big nuggets of cheese hard. I get the baguette with it. <laughs> dump, dump, dump. I remember I ate that stuff like seven days straight when I was in Montreal. I couldn't. Stop eating it. It's delicious. All right. And we should do a food in, uh, show. Oh, yeah, McKinnis. He's from the East Coast. McKinnis. He stuff. He knows. Yeah, so, McKinnis, what's the uh, – what uh, what were you forced to eat as a kid that uh, you're not down with, that you didn't like, that you're still grossed out by? Well, it's funny that, uh, you know, Cam brings uh, brings up something from the East Coast. I'm not really much of a seafood guy, guys. I, I, I don't really like it. And, you know, everyone would be shocked to hear that just based off where I'm from. Um, so that was kind of something that I was forced to eat growing up. Uh, it's not really that bad of something, but it's something I never really liked at all growing up. So what, so what about lobster? You don't like lobster? I don't eat lobster personally. No. I don't like it either, man. Like you don't like lobster? Off, Both no, of you? No, it's, no it's I don't want. I don't no, know. no, like, I don't like dropping my family. I don't like family from Cape Breton. Oh come on, Gabe! It's such the meat's so the tender with a little open. water. Oh yeah, get the cracker. Oh. Crack, crack, crack. Yeah, yeah people look like too? vultures when you eat lobster. Oh, buddy, I saw me and my buddy Vince, he takes me to Asian buffets. I saw two guys put each other in pretzels uh, fighting for the last piece of crab. So I, I know what goes <laughs> on in those uh, type type of things. But I'm, I'm surprised, McInnes, not even salmon. Or I've even seen Gabe. He likes salmon, and he's a picky eater. Oh, I'll have no a little fish? bit if I have to, like you said, if I have to. 
Oh, if you have to. Okay, okay. Yeah. McKinnis. No, no, I'll be honest. Yeah. See, he doesn't when I was like in it. the Maritimes, when I was in the Maritimes, uh, I always eat fish and chips when I'm there, Cam. Or a fish. Oh, That's all I do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Delicious. As I figure, yeah. Down there. That's to the best. Fresh cuts. Yeah. I'm down with seafood. I just don't like lentils. <laughs> no, you like. I know, Marenzi, you're not hard to figure out. No, you like things like seafood changes when it's breaded for you. Like when you came over with Hainzer that night, I gave you butterfly shrimp in my Actifry. You're like, that's yeah, good that stuff. Great. With the lemon, I'll eat that's that delicious. Too, yeah, he doesn't like it slimy, McKinnis. He doesn't like I the don't shrimp. Know, thing. Not, it's he doesn't be like, like uh, he doesn't like it shrimp. There. Yeah, he like bread it. <laughs> you're Gabe, right, you, he like a batter. He likes a batter. He's a batter man. <laughs> you don't want like that slimy, you know, like shrimp. Like I don't like people with their shrimp cocktail. What the hell's that? I don't oh, even I know what a shrimp cocktail is. Oh, it's delicious. What is a shrimp cocktail? Basically, just shrimps the size of my head, four of them off a, off, off, a, off a cup, and you just dip them in the sauce, and you just, bam, Marantz, you just start going wild. Like, I pick them like I'm picking chicken wings. Bam, 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 bam. I, I swear to God. I swear to God. You don't like shrimp cocktail? No, I swear to God, I thought there was alcohol in shrimp cocktail. Oh, did you really, though? They're just what? shrimp. Oh, I wish they were out. Al- if they were alcohol yeah. and I shrimp, thought it was like some deal. sort of like drink, oh, and it was like <laughs> shrimp on top. Of it. Oh my god, I'm eating the shrimp I and there's vodka that. inside that's of it. That's why I asked. I'm like, what is a shrimp cocktail? I'm like, I don't Are want you- it, man. <laughs> oh, you're the best, Renzi. You're the best. You're killing me right now. I thought there was alcohol in it. I thought there was alcohol. Cam got excited for a second. Oh, I'm gonna get excited a lot, McGinnis. Yeah, I went. Yeah. I got very excited. If Alex had booze in him, sure. Yeah. I always wondered. I'm like, I've been, I've seen chicks order it in like places. I'm like, shrimp cocktail. I'm like, damn, man, who the hell wants shrimp oh. with like a drink? You're right, though, Gabe. You bring up a good point. Why don't you just call it shrimps in a cup then? Because there's no booze in it. It's just shrimp hanging off a cup. Yeah, they say cocktail. Cocktail in the States means booze. You are correct. I'll give that one. What? We'll call him a yeah, I do. Again. Oh, I reestablished. Hey, uh, hey, Yang, you know the rules here. Headsets. McKinnis always has a bad connection. Like, I, don't yeah, you, you, I think you've warned him before, Gabe. I think you've warned him a few times. And as for your question, McKinnis, yes, I do love sushi. I, I, I'll eat a million pieces to my face. I don't care what you put in it. I love it. I prefer it uh, more dragon roll. I like the ones with the, like Gabe, the outer crisp. The outer crisp, I'm a, I'm a big fan, fan of. Sushi all day. I love sushi. I love it all. The doesn't crush really is sweets, like cakes and stuff like that. Uh, you're right, Gabe. I, I'm not a real sweet guy. I like peanut butter cups that I keep in the freezer, especially when I'm like smoking one. I like a big ice cold peanut butter cup, a nice piece of cheesecake. But you're right. Like I don't go to the store and go, give me tubs of ice cream. Like I'm, yeah, I, yeah, I am exactly. very limited on the sweets. Like I, I'll, you I don't, like you don't like waste like, uh, yeah, you don't, uh, you don't like the empty calories, Gab. If you're gonna eat, you go for the real stuff. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm a pig, right? So I go to the buffet. I can't. I can't be eating six drumsticks after I like plow dinner. Yeah, you, you bring up good points, Gabe. Excellent points. All right, All right uh, McKinnis. McKinnis so, is uh, back. Well, yeah, he's back now. So yeah, we're going to uh, we're going to a break in a minute. I guess we'll hit the Stanley Cup uh, on the other side. Are you betting any baseball tonight, McKinnis? Uh, no baseball action tonight, Gabe. Not even Probably anything. Smart. Yeah, McKinnis is smarter than we are. I spent the whole day, guys, uh, just researching CFL. I've been really trying to get ready for that uh, season. 
Um, nice. Next Thursday, the start of it. So I've, I've really been diving into it really early this year and uh, kind of took up all my time today. So I just decided to pass with the uh, with the baseball. But I'll, I'll tell you guys, there's a few teams that are going to surprise a lot of people this year in the CFL, I think. And uh, I hope to talk about CFL with you guys during the summer. Well, who's, I can't who's wait, McKinnis. I'm excited now. Good who's stuff. surprise? You know, a team, I don't know, if you could stay healthy. But they came on at the end last year, even though I think their coach is kind of a, an idiot. But he's not an idiot, but um, was uh, was the Rough Riders, Saskatchewan. Yeah, they did start to come on, and they do have some talent. Uh, what, what did you see when you're breaking down teams with the Riders this year? No, I think the Riders are going to look look good. I, I tell people a lot that I'm, uh, they're going to be surprised one uh, by the BC Lions with uh, you know their new defensive guys they picked up, but picking up Mike Riley is a huge thing because. Uh, that's kind of the piece they've been missing for years. Is just that like outstanding quarterback that can move out of the pocket, that can throw the long ball. You know, Mike Riley. I compare him to Aaron Rodgers in the in the NFL. He's like the Rodgers of the CFL, and I think he's kind of like that missing piece they've been looking for. Uh, they had a guy like Jonathan Jennings and and Travis Dule. You know, one guy's young, hasn't really made it yet. One guy was a little bit too old and kind of past his prime. Now they got a guy like Riley that's pretty much in his prime. I think he'll really go to lead the the Lions uh, up the West Division. Game time decisions ready made ready. All right, we got the, the foods are uh, flying in fast and furious. Yeah, nice, nice. As a part of what people didn't want to eat. Good question. Stanley Cup on the other side. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, earlier in the show, Cam almost said it with, uh, with the same excitement as uh, a news anchor talking about a plane crash when he said, oh, yeah, and Dan O'Chara took a puck to the face. Face. Yeah. Um, I was just saying it because Vince Dunn had took a puck to the face, too. Turnabout's fair play, Marathi. You're smiling right now. You're smiling. <laughs> I'm not happy the guy took a puck. Like, no, no, he's, he's a nice, nice guy, guy actually. Yeah. Actually, I know. I've interviewed him many times. I got money on the blues. So, We've know? got uh, breaking news. Yeah. A source familiar with the situation confirms to the athletic that uh, Boston Bruin defenseman Zidane Chara has a broken jaw. He'll play still. He's tough. Full cage. You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? That at most times you'd think there's no way in hell. All right, the guy's got a broken jaw. He's out. The first thing I thought, I was like, man, He'll play. this guy's probably just going to put a piece of, he's going to put a visor on and say, put me out there. <laughs> like, exactly. Well, you, can't, you can't play he's with a broken jaw. You can't play with a broken jaw, Cam. Not the next day. Two days later. I know it's tough, but come on. Even hockey. All right. We got McKinnis, Andrew McKinnis with us, wagertalk.com. We'll get into the Stanley Cup, a little NBA. But Mike Cardano uh, checks in uh, right now. About uh, foods on, or bets. On the hotline, uh, probably uh, to wonder why we're, <laughs> talking, we're talking, talking about, about hockey and, and food and liver. Seems That's like point. funny. You and Jim Day both don't like liver. Yeah, Jim Day's a smart guy, Gabe. He knows. Um, Mike Cardano. What's up, boys? What's up, Mike? Mike. Yeah, I don't mean I don't mean to interrupt your riveting hockey programming here, but <laughs> but you know, 
I was told, I was told that the worst thing ever was when I thought that a gender reveal party was when everybody went to a party wearing an overcoat and you count to three and everybody showed what they had. I thought that was bad. I was told that was the worst. But you, thinking that a shrimp cocktail was an alcoholic drink, is the absolute worst. Hands down. Not even close. Where, where is... You're a man of sophistication, Gabriel. Well, you went to that uh, Christmas party or holiday party at your thing where everybody got dressed up at your condo. What did they have for an appetizer? I stayed away from the shrimp cocktail. <laughs> Did you think there was alcohol in it? Yeah, that's what he said. Shrimp cocktail. Yes. <laughs> I know. I rest my face. Go Excellent. hockey. Thank you. Goodbye. Good call, Mike. No, Mike's right. Like I, <laughs> You thought there was booze in the shrimp. I'm mad shrimp enough cast. to admit it. I thought there was alcohol in a shrimp cocktail. You're right, though. because But the thing is, it's, it's kind of it's kind of misleading is because we call them, like, here we just call them drinks. Like, it's cocktails, right? Like you go down and say, "Do you want a cocktail?" Like it's like cocktails. I'm like, I get, I get cocktails, drinks and cocktails. But yeah, there, there's no booze in the shrimp. True. Good call by Cardano. Strong. Gender reveal wanted... party. Yeah, Cardano's like, dear God, I'm giving this guy all this airtime, and he's this dumb. Um... <laughs> no, you're smart in very many areas. You just, you just didn't know. You don't uh, like slimy shrimp. You thought there was right. booze in the cup. Yeah. Um... So just for the record, we'll blast through a couple of the uh, the foods that are coming in here. Sure. Uh, Aaliyah in, in Vancouver, or Prince George, she says that uh, her mom would make something called Slumgulian. Oh, God. Yeah. It's... That just sounds absolutely gross. Even for... My mom is would it... pretty much find Goulash. anything that was left over in the fridge and mix it with noodles and sauce. That's what my dad does. My dad does that stuff, too. You know what my dad does, Gabe, because he's Scottish and cheap? He makes onion sandwiches. He'll grab, like, an onion and just cut it up and put it in bread. I'm like, what the hell are you doing, onion sandwich? <laughs> makes, oh, it's just so disgusting. It's an onion. It's just cut up like there's no like, meat. There's no nothing. Like good yeah, bread yeah. or something. He does something. No, he, actually, he does it with all breads. Like, he usually does it with, like, a 12 grain. I'm like, what the hell are you doing, man? What a, what a gong show. I'm like, and, and it reeks, too. Like, the onion, like, once you cut it, you know, it's like your tears, your breath. I'm just not down with an onion sandwich. Like, you ever have Burger King where the onions just linger? It's those onions. Like, you know. If you're ever seeing a chick, hey, McInnes, I'll give you a dating tip. I'll I know, be honest, I know you're Cam, breaking down the CFL. Don't go to Burger King. Rather, you're going to have sex. I would rather just eat the bread than the onion sandwich. I agree, just, but my dad, no, he doesn't want to waste it. Give me the onion. Sorry, that's so sorry. What's your dating advice, Cap? Don't go to Burger King. Oh yeah, and and I, yeah. McKinnis is before we break down the CFL. If you're gonna have sex, be very, very careful with fast food onions. They linger. Like I remember once I, I slept with my girlfriend <laughs> after Burger King. The whole place smelled like when you sweat. It's got that onion scent to it. Like I don't know what it is about fast food onions. They reek. Be careful. Hot tip. Uh, Thanks for the advice, Cam. Thank you, McKinnis. It's very true. Trust me, I've. I've done a lot of things in my life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Some very stupid. I actually just I just actually thought of a story, but I don't even know if I could tell it on the show here. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, but I like that. <laughs> you have sex. It smells like Burger King. 
<laughs> Don't you so, not agree, though, Cam, Brent? You know You've I had find? some Whoppers. You've had Whopper Wednesday. Don't you think the onions linger? Trust me. I, I know they do. Sorry, sorry, McGinnis, what were you saying? Oh, I'm dying. Oh, you're talking about onion sandwiches. I go to a restaurant sometimes, and I'm getting a burger, and they pile way too much lettuce on it, so I started just getting no lettuce sometimes on it or getting it on the side because you're literally just having a lettuce sandwich. At one, you know, you're done eating the patty of the burger, and all of a sudden it's just like just a, a dumb amount of lettuce just left left on the burger. And I find like when I heard you talking about the onion sandwich your dad would make, I just think about at some restaurants I go to, I end up eating a lettuce sandwich, just just yeah. a bun and lettuce. So I'm already you know done the I, burger. Gabe knows how cheap I could be too. He's seen me before. Sometimes I have no money, so I get like a junior burger and tell him to run it through the garden twice. Like heavy everything, <laughs> turn it into like a super burger. But that's that's another professional move for a cheapskate. This guy okay. Izzy checks in, and so I asked, "What's the worst thing you had to eat as a kid?" He's like spaghetti. Hell, you talk is amazing. Yeah. I love spaghetti. spaghetti I'm great. What the worst thing? What kind of spaghetti? Yeah. Amar Amar says tofu. I can live with that tofu. Uh, yeah, I've had tofu. I can deal with. It. Not the worst. Jason Young says cream corn, aka vomit in a can. Uh, I don't mind a can of cream corn. I, I'm with you. I think cream corn's fine. <laughs> I, I'm not going to knock cream corn. A can but of there corn. Was one, there was one that said cabbage, Gabe. Cabbage is another one. I don't like, I'm not a big cabbage guy. Too much gas. Cap. Like I already, I'm, I'm running already, you know. I, I don't need gas. I already have I don't know. Gas. I don't know if it's going to catch up to me, if it's unhealthy or something, but I don't, I don't do a lot of greens besides uh, the weeds. Yeah. Like, uh, I tried, broccoli? you know, I was eating. I was eating lettuce, but no, I don't eat broccoli. I don't eat spinach. I don't eat any of that stuff. Asparagus, none. Nope. No, I've never had asparagus in my life. You've had lettuce before, though. Green, Green. lettuce, like romaine lettuce. Yeah. It's got nutrients uh, in it. Yeah. I'm pretty I hardcore. Know. Like, I get, like, a McChicken from McDonald's. Like, I take the lettuce out. Yeah. You should tell them, Gabe. They, they dress I don't like the warm lettuce. No, I do. I tell them no lettuce sometimes, but <laughs> Good I, don't, I only like lettuce cold. I don't like lettuce when it's warm and that, you know what I mean? Like, is there anything worse than when you get, like, the, let's say, like a chicken, like gyra souvlaki or something with fries and salad, and they put the salad next to the fries cam and it exactly. beats everything? Exactly, yes. And your cold. salad is all hot. hot. It's disgusting. Yeah. It is disgusting. I don't want to eat a hot salad. I do the it. Same because... with carrot. Like, yeah. I hate hot carrots. Really? Like, I'm like, oh, God. Oh, yeah, I hate hot carrots. But you know what? I love raw carrots. Interesting. I like. I don't mind I, raw carrots with a little I don't mind, there, but I, I don't can't mind handle like that cooked carrots. I, I like cooked carrots. I love cooked carrot carrots. But, uh, yeah, no, but you're right, though. When you you got to be smart when you go to these restaurants. Make sure you separate hot patties from greens and stuff like that. It's, uh, it's a big deal. I'm with you. All right. Uh, so... We're about to go to a break. Again. Keep getting, yeah, on. what's McInnes? We got picks, right? Like, uh, he's talking about the CFL. We got to get some picks from him. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, what's your CFL future, McInnes? BC. BC, yeah. Lions. Probably going over the NHL. Surprise. But, yes. And uh, who do you like on Thursday? Now, is it so Dave's, I think Chair will be out. I think he'll be out Thursday. But uh, you think the Bruins bounce back or you take it to Blues? I, I think the Bruins do, and uh, you know I, I had a good laugh at hearing what you guys were saying about the injury and how he might, you know, play through it. I swear you won't find any sport besides hockey 
that uh, you find out after the playoffs how many injuries they've actually been hiding and, and actually had during the year. So it's crazy to think about some of the injuries you know, players will have and then you know, after the postseason's over, they'll come out with them. But, uh, guys, I, I just look at it like this. I look at it, the Bruins' victory, uh, 7-2, complete dominant effort. Uh, you know, Bennington gets pulled. You look at the Blues' victory, great to see them bounce back. They've done a great job with it all year long. Uh, but it just it wasn't nearly as convincing as, as, the, as the Bruins win. And that's just every player had to play well. Ryan O'Reilly had to come to play. Uh, Tara Stengel came to play. Bennington's a great back, uh, bounce back came from him. Everything that could have gone right went right for the Blues. Uh, but the Bruins, long-term in a seven-game series, they just have the deeper team. And I, I just I can count on them more than I can count on the Blues. All right, Andrew McKinnis, wagertalk.com. You can, uh, what's your Twitter handle so people can follow you on Twitter? At McGinnis Picks. At McGinnis Picks. Uh, good simple. stuff. Thank you for taking the time to be with us. Um, and uh, we'll see you online. What do you do with the basketball? You bet in the basketball game more tonight? We got like a minute left uh, here before the music starts. You be taking the Raptors or you're laying it in the five tomorrow? Uh, I think I'm going to lay the I'm going to lay the points. Uh, I'm going to take the points with the Raptors, but um, I'll be looking at the under in this one again here, uh, Gabe. I think that uh, they're going to have to control the pace, keep things a little bit lower. A lot of people think they need to have the pace up to be successful, but I think the Raptors have to stop rushing the shot, uh, find the right look, find the right guy, uh, and that's when they're the better team. I think I heard you say it the other day, Gabe. You know, the Raptors have actually been a better team when Kawhi hasn't gone off. Uh, we, we can't have a no-show from from uh, Gasol or Ibaka. We need them to be there consistently. A guy like Fred Van Vliet, you know, shooting the lights out. Uh, we can't get a guy like Ibaka to set things up on a game-to-game basis. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm like you, Gabe. I was satisfied with the conference finals win for maybe 30 seconds. It's final time, baby. All right, Andrew McKinnis, thank you for the time. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Mouth is and take a shot at open a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to fanduel.com slash grid and you'll receive a free bet up to 500 bucks. That's a free bet up to 500 bucks when you open up a sports wagering account at fanduel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports and you're in control. Go to fanduel.com slash grid, open a new account, and claim your free wager up to 500 bucks today. And uh, speaking of uh, FanDuel uh, right now. Uh, the Boston Bruins minus 156 to win uh, the uh, the Stanley Cup. St. Louis Blues plus 126. Um, we get into the exact game of props. St. Louis Blues to win the series four games to two, so they would need to win Thursday and then wrap it up um, over the weekend. That's plus 300. St. Louis Blues to win in seven in Boston is plus 340. Boston Bruins to win in six is plus 230. I don't think that happens. And Boston in seven. I'm almost with Cam here. The way this plays out, guys, for betting purposes, I think you take the St. Louis Blues in six or the Boston Bruins in seven. 
Yep. You get the exactly. Blues in six at plus 300. You get the, the Bruins at seven at uh, plus 200. I like it, man. You you talked about it. We'll, we'll get to see what's happening with Chara. Uh, probably not going to play your right, Gabe. The broken jaw, like, we'll, we'll see. But broken jaw, like, I remember once I, I was at a restaurant where a guy had his, like, jaw, jaw wired shut there, and he's trying to eat soup, and it's, like, going all over his shirt. and It's not fun. That's It's a tough situation there. So, um, you're t- yeah, you talk about hockey players being tough, but this could be a different scenario. They're going to have to call up a kid in, the, in their system there, and that means uh, different minutes for each guy. It's what we talk about, right? Things are going to change. Guys who used to have 22 minutes might have to log more minutes. Guys who had 8 to 10 minutes, maybe you got to do 16, 17. So the Blues can know that. Then they continue just to pummel and pummel and pummel. I think uh, they're, they're, they're more than alive in this series now, especially if Chara's out. They steal one in Boston, they can finish him off in six. That's where, that, that's where I'm going. But I agree. If they don't win game six, seven. The Bees win in seven. Um. NBA Finals right now. Updated odds over at FanDuel. Golden State Warriors minus 290. Toronto Raptors plus 230. Mm. Uh, Golden State Warriors to win in five, which means they would uh, win the next uh, three games, which I don't think is going to happen. It's plus 260. Golden Golden State Warriors in six. That is a legitimate uh, ending here. Warriors in six is plus 180. Golden State Warriors in seven is plus 460. Raptors to win their next three games is 16 to 1. Raptors to win in six is 10 to 1. Raptors to win in seven is plus 460. Uh, like exact, uh, what, uh, Raptors to win in seven plus 460. Yes. yes. Um, to play the exact props right now, so NBA championship to go six games, doesn't matter who wins, plus 138. Uh, to go seven games, uh, plus 190. Uh, right now, you get the Toronto Raptors plus one and a half games. So, in other words, if it goes seven games um, or or whatever scenario, plus 118. Golden State minus one and a half uh, games right now, minus 144. Uh, we'll get into the NBA tomorrow. We'll spend most of the show on this game, obviously. As, um, it's, gonna, it's the biggest game of the series tomorrow. Sure and- is. A lot of speculation right now as far as Clay Thompson is concerned and whether Clay Thompson is going to play or not. He participated in the shootout today, uh, but not fully. He was just sort of taking shots. I don't know. He says he's going to play. Steve Kerr sounds like they don't want him to play. It's somewhere in between right now. Kevin Durant is definitely not playing. Not- Kevin Durant's not going to play Friday either. Like He does not look good. The more I a- think about this, the more I think he might not play. No, he's Period. not going to. Period. As in, I got an injury. Am I playing for this team next year? Probably not. See ya. Don't want to get hurt type of thing. You talked it over with the doctor. Like, the more and more this thing's dragging on, it just seems every day it's the same thing. Oh, he's not going to play game three. Then we're going to have a pause. He's not going to play game four. Will he play game five? Probably not going to play game five, Gabe. That's the way I'm seeing this. You see the way these reports are coming out, too. It's leaning to the point of him not playing. And... There's so much talk about Clay Thompson right now. Not a lot of talk about Kevon Looney being done for the series. Uh, yeah, exactly. Looney done. Exactly. This is huge for their depth, man. Like, got to take advantage uh, of this, Gabe. Yeah. Gotta take there's advantage. not a lot of excuses for the Raptors right now. No, there's not. There really there's isn't. Not. Home court, no Kevin Durant. Clay Thompson gets hurt. I mean, come on, guys. And uh, Really? Are you going to give this away? How bad do you want it? 
um, you know, it's so frustrating the second half that they just didn't keep that intensity up because exactly. they could be up two nothing right now and really have these guys by the balls, man. Like I agree. Oh, son of a they gotta fight away, but I am with you. Them. Like you're never like think about this, Gabe. We've covered sports together for how many years? You're never gonna have an opportunity. Your best players out. You have a thirteen point lead. Your other a guy who's shooting forty percent at all Leonard out. Yeah. You got Kawhi Leonard, the best two way player in the, yeah, like Ding, ding, ding. Like, you, you want to talk about you check the boxes. You're never going to have a scenario in the finals again where you have an opportunity to get it done like this because next time the other team's best player is probably not going to be hurt. They're probably going to have their secondary player playing. You know what I mean? It's Steph Curry and they, Looney. You said it. Looney's out now. That's more heat on the guys. Jarebko, guys off the bench. They got to do this stuff. The Raptors are in a great position. I know Leonard's hurt, but you said it. They got to be better on the road, man. It's time. It is time to put your foot down, man up, and get it done. If Clay Thompson and Durant don't play, you have to win that game. You have to. And you know what's crazy, though? They're still tough. Even if Clay Thompson doesn't play tomorrow, you still have to deal with Draymond Green, DeMarcus Cousins, Cousins, and Steph Curry. I, I know, I know. Yeah, I know. it's not easy. They still have three all-stars, you know? But but but, but there's no yeah. excuse like at this exactly. point. Yeah, you because know, they just don't have the scoring. They just yep. don't have the scoring. So even if Curry goes off for 45, where do the other points come from? And we saw the problem was, and this is what really pissed me off too, was when Clay Thompson got hurt, there was about seven minutes left in the game, six minutes left. They were already down by 10 at that point, or 13 camp. You know what I mean? Yep. And they kept stopping. Like, Golden State were screwed once Thompson was out. Like, they could not score. Like, the Raptors just ambushed Curry. No one else scored except for, of course, Iguodala hits that three, of course. Um, so they're going to be offensively challenged, without a doubt, if Clay Thompson doesn't play. I don't think he's going to play. I personally don't. And I even said the same thing that Kerr said. I said this last night. If you're Golden State, think about it. You don't want him coming back and him, let's say he plays, but then he sort of gets hurt and he's suddenly in this game-by-game thing. And and then they lose, and they're down two one, and suddenly Clay Thompson's hurt, and he can't play Friday. Durant's not coming back, and then you know what I mean. Then like it's it's over. Yep. I think you know they're thinking, man, this is going to be a seven game series probably still. I don't think the Warriors think the Raptors are rolling over, and I think Kerr's thinking we're at home, we could probably win this game, and even if we don't, we could get it back on Friday at home. That's and exactly make sure what that he's thinking. Thompson's going to be good for the rest of the series because I don't just need him for one game. I need him for the rest of the series. Exactly. I'm already that's, shorthand. I think Raptors that's what Kerr's thinking. I agree with you. I think I think he's thinking, listen, here's, here's the scenario. Clay Thompson's not healthy. If he does play, he's only going to play a couple minutes. I'd prefer not to have him play at all. Raptors, that's your best chance. The line goes from six and a half to five. If Toronto finds a way to get it done, he will be forced to play Thompson in game four. That changes everything. And then with Durant, as we said before, you know what I mean? Golden State, they're, they're, they'd have to win that. It is imperative for the Raptors. I think game three, that's the game, Gabe. You put the pressure right uh, back on them. If you find a way to win and go up 2-1 to one in their barn, all of a sudden game four, they're kind of crapping their pants a bit going, oh, my God, we got we need Thompson back. Durant, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Are you gonna, What's happening? You're still not going to play? Okay. It, but it changes everything. Game three, imperative. You know what the no problem is? Or butts. Mm-hmm. You know what the problem is? The Raptors could win this game on the road or they could get blown out like that. We don't know. 
with them on the road. That's the problem. No, we don't. No, like at we home, don't. they're pretty consistent. They screwed up, you know, for they had that run the other night. But the Raptors sort of are who they are at home. On the yeah. road, man, you don't know. Jekyll and Hyde. You don't know. Yeah. Like Extremes. Extremely good, extremely poor. Some of those Philadelphia games were embarrassing. They, like, tapped out. That could happen very easily in California just to just to play both sides, right? They seem loose getting on the plane. Like, I saw their video, and it wasn't that. They weren't, like, overly uptight. It's sort of like the St. Louis Blues. We as fans, Cam, tend to overreact and feel like, oh, my God, you know, it goes up, it goes down, but. Players are more even keeled than we are, right? The series is sure one one. Like yeah. I feel like we're down two one right now, or three one already. Like in my mind, I feel like we're screwed. Like oh man, like we're behind the eight ball now. But the reality, yeah. it's one one, right? Like I got to chill out a bit. I, uh, rap- you're saying you're, you're saying it, but I'm also listening to you being pretty realistic about it too. I'm not. I'm not going to say you're thinking you're down three one. I think you're just knowing the scenario of a world champion team, despite even without Durant knowing what they do at home to teams. And the Raptors pissing away a game they should have won in game two. You would you'd be wouldn't be human if you didn't think that. Because they should have won the damn second game when you had a big lead like that in the second quarter. They shouldn't have let Golden State come out and go on an 18-0 run, change the face of the game. Championship teams don't do that crap. But the beautiful thing is there's an opportunity to get it back, right? Game three is huge, man. It's so huge. Like they can win this game, man. The line's going down. They can win this game. Clay Thompson out. Durant's not playing. You got to take advantage of this. You have to take advantage of it. You do. Um, there will be Raptor fans there too, and I don't give a lot of accolades to Air Canada, even though I do. I do fly Air Canada quite a bit, and I don't. I don't, I don't dislike them as much as other people do, but I'll give them props. Fifteen um, percent off camp to San Francisco. Nice, nice. From anywhere in Canada. That's pretty good. I'd like yeah. 20 or 25, but I'm a greedy guy, Gabe. I, yeah, I, I know, man. You. It helps, though, 10, 15% <laughs> off. You know what I mean? Hey, so basically, you save the sales tax. Yeah. Well, whatever. So, yeah, it's probably like seven, 800 bucks, and you're saving 70, 80 bucks or whatever, 100 bucks. But still, it's a, you know, at least it's something. At least there. It is. Like you said, it'd it be is. better if it was 25% off, right? That's but, the thing, because you're saving the sales tax and you're giving the consumer more, but then 50% Gabe, off. Yeah, 50%. Yeah, that they got to worry about their bottom line. Even even I'm going to like put the brakes on there, but 25% for something this of this magnitude as a big corporation, I think is a fair number. Problem is if they did, you're right. If they did like 40% or 35 or 50% or something like that, people that weren't even going to the game would just do it then. People jackasses would start what they should have done is one of these deals, show your ticket. Show your Raptor ticket. And we'll give you fifty percent off, and you, you know you got to travel within the next like for the next two games. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Have some have more specific promo. Like, listen, show us your Raptor ticket. You're going to the game, and we'll give you you know four. We'll give you the employee fee or whatever. You're right. Some you turkeys know? are going to take advantage of the sale, hang out at the San Francisco Art Gallery, and sip cappuccinos all day on the dime. Exactly. Ah, getting a bar- hey, honey, a honey, here in Canada, we'll take advantage of the Raptor sale. Oh my sale. God, exactly. honey, I've always wanted to go to California. Excellent. Want to go see the Golden Gate Bridge? Yeah, I could see that happening, too. You're right. There's got to be some kind of way that, you know, you're part of the team here. You're just not milking it for uh, vacation value in San Francisco and San Jose area. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. Very nice like area, need, too. It's like you need the uh, you need the uh, death certificate 
<laughs> Costanza style. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the death certificate. <laughs> yeah. uh, you, need, you, need the, you need the death certificate at the airport. <laughs> uh, our boy Greg, Philly yeah. fanatic, says uh, carrot slaw. It's as bad as it sounds. Yeah. Yeah, you you're, you got a real problem with soft carrots. I think you got a problem with soft things in general, like soft, bushy vegetables. Not not in your wheelhouse. I don't mind coleslaw. I like coleslaw cold. Not hot oh, cabbage. Yeah. Cold uh, cabbage. Uh, cold, uh, cold. Uh, yeah, it's made of cabbage. The only cabbage I want is honey. <laughs> Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Game time decision. Red Heat Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports, our radio network. Uh, big man on campus. We'll step up and in in the 6 o'clock hour. We still have to run through the baseball card as well yep. as um, the um, the trends. Take a look at the, for each individualistic uh, team in the National uh, League. And kind of suck here, the, the Philadelphia Phillies camp. They're plus 200 on the season right now. Well, yeah. they were Not plus 340 before last night because they were yeah. minus 140 and they screwed us last night. There's 140 gone. Yeah, nice parlay, too. Had the St. Louis Blues in there. Lots of fun. Yeah, what else? Thanks, Phillies. Nice performance. Lola did his thing for a while, too. Just no no bats. For a lot of guys on that team, Gabe, they're not really hitting very well. We'll go through all the baseball card. 15 games tonight. Don't have enough. To, usually, I put all the spreads and totals in the update, but with the French Open going on and uh, the, the Warriors news and Zidane Char and everything else happening right now. So we'll go through all the games. Um, I'm going to do a couple parlays tonight. Uh, Phillies probably will not be a game that I'm touching, but I do have a, a couple vibes. Teams like the, the Cubs, I think, are good spots tonight. The Yankees in Toronto should be able to get it done. So we'll see what we can come up with. The um, So the Philadelphia Phillies guys, we were on them last night. They lost at San Diego with Nola on the hill. Thing with Philadelphia, they're not a great road team. Thirteen and sixteen. When betting Philadelphia, you got to take them at home. Twenty and eleven, they're up two hundred bucks. Atlanta, thirty-two and twenty-seven so far on the year. Nothing really stands out from a betting perspective. They're up fifty-two bucks on the season. They're sixteen and fifteen at home. Sixteen and twelve on the road. There's not a lot to make uh, with them. The New York Mets are money burners. Uh, the Mets are a bad road team. Thirteen and twenty-two. They're overvalued oftentimes, the Mets, because of their pitchers, right? So they have these brand-name you know, pitchers, and so I because, you know, how are the Mets down $1,000? They're not, you know, are they supposed to make money? I mean, the Mets? <laughs> well, yeah, because of Cindergard and DeGrom, you get inflated lines. They lose those games, Gabe. I know. Big problems. Big yeah, they're problems. down $981. You bet every yep. Met game. Yep. The Mets are 15-9 and nine at home, though. Yep. They're just a bad road team, 13 and 22. Better to bet with Mats and Wheeler and those other guys that are cheaper. 